is for you. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rock it brown and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, for an episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Heisel. I'm coming at you live this time from Northeast Ohio. Joined with me, as always, Dustin out in Boise. Dustin, how you doing? I'm good, Allie. It's your type of weather. 26 degrees, four inches of snow on the ground. Um, you know, I think you'd love it out here. Just kidding. I know what you like. You like the beaches and 70 degrees. But uh, I'm doing I'm doing well. Um, I've seen my counselor for my Browns therapy after the Monday and the Christmas game. I'm good. <laughs> well, we'll get into it. We've got a lot to unpack on this show. And just so you guys are aware, stick around uh, after, after about, I don't know, in about 20 minutes or so, we're going to welcome Turkey Jones onto the podcast. Dustin, before we get into it, um, just some devastating news in the sports world right now. Uh, yesterday, found out about the passing of a legendary, legendary coach, a former player, and of course, as you all know, of the video game, uh, John Madden has passed away. Just right. a devastating loss to the, uh, to the world in general, but especially to the world of sports. He was uh, a man with such a big heart, um, such a caring person. Uh, I, I kind of talk about like when he walks in the room, he's the guy that takes the air out of the room kind of guy. Um, he had that kind of... Uh, mystique to him like and i I look at you know when you see someone like that pass alley you're like here's a guy that was a player a coach a father um revolutionized you know what we do here on broadcast television you know um in that space and just and then take it to a video game i mean he was just you know and my one of my favorite things was you know, he would be up there doing all this and boom, like his boom. I loved his boom. Like that was like, boom. Like I just, I loved the guy. And I think if you talk to anybody, there wasn't one person that didn't like him, no matter if you played against him or for him, they just loved him as a person. So, yeah, as I mentioned, it's just an absolute devastation to the world in general, uh, but especially to the world of football. Um, Let's go ahead and get into it, Dustin. We've got a lot to unpack. Obviously, coming off of a very emotional loss to the Green Bay Packers, um, I would use the word deflating, devastating, if you will. Let's just unpack it. Let's just talk about it a little bit. But before we do so, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Stadium Mustard. Make sure you have that in your pantry this season, that iconic brand, that iconic taste. Stadium Mustard, make sure you have it. Dustin, give me your thoughts on that loss to the Green Bay Packers on Christmas Day. Well, I'm running out of patience with a certain quarterback. (laughs) So um, I'm not saying I don't dislike him or like him, but I want my quarterback when he has the ball in his hand with two or three minutes left to win a football game to at least give us a chance to win a football game and not lose a football game. And I've seen multiple times this year, Allie, where that has been given the opportunity to happen and it has not. So now I have a body of work and I'm frustrated now. He is his own worst critic. I think he comes back from things like that. I think most people do. If I do a bad job at work, Allie, I try to work harder and better to get better at what my mistakes are. Do I think he'll rebound this week? Absolutely. I have no doubt in my mind with that. But I'm just frustrated with the not the consistency, Allie, I guess is the best way to put it. It's just the consistency is not there. That's my biggest gripe. No, I absolutely agree. And I want to ask you before I really get into everything about the game, um, where are you? And I'm speaking specifically to the game against the Green Bay Packers, not as to the season as a whole, but where are you putting your blame? Who are you blaming? Who are you putting your finger at? Baker Mayfield. No, I mean, 180%. And here's where it comes to me at, because you're an X's and O gal. You get it. 21 points of three picks from Baker Mayfield turn into 21 points for the Green Bay Packers. If you don't throw those three picks, do the Browns win by 10 or 14? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we were doing our thing. I'm, you know, all these people were saying, well, Kevin Stefanski wasn't Kevin Stefanski was calling a pretty good game. 
Right? I want to talk about this, Dustin. Yeah, and I'm because because the Twitter world is ready to blow up Kevin Stefanski's play call. I'm like, no, it was working and disguising and confusing the Green Bay Packers just like the Ravens did to them the week before. It was working. But when you hand the ball over to a football team four times, you're going to lose the football game. I don't care. It's just you, you, learn, you lose the turnover battle. And by the way, you can't do that against the Packers. They don't turn the ball over ever. Coming into this game, the Green Bay Packers were 29-0 and 0 when winning the turnover battle. Yes. 29-0. and 0, Now 30-0. and 0. You right. cannot turn the ball over right. against Aaron Rodgers. They will capitalize every single solitary time. I want to talk about this, Dustin, and who we're pointing the finger at. It, it, it is Baker Mayfield. You're the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. You are going to get all the praise in the world, but you're going to take a ton of criticism, especially when it's rightfully deserved. Here, I, I'm sick and tired of, of the notion of it's play calling, it's play calling, it's play calling. Now, on that same note, no play caller in the NFL is perfect. It's very, very difficult to call plays in the National Football League. And I'm not saying that from experience, but no. I'm sure even in your role, Dustin, in your job, no matter how good you are at it, there are going to be moments and times and things that you do that you would like to have back. And the same goes for Kevin Stefanski and his right. ability to call a play. The play calling and the coaching right now is being misconstrued. Everybody's saying, well, it's the play calling. No, it's a lack of execution from this right. offense. Correct. You do not have the skill position talent that you did last year. You just don't, you know, and, and you can blame a lot of that on health, COVID, uh, and just uh, an inability to execute. There's there's a lot of factors that go into that, but nonetheless, that's the case. Right. From you know, for the argument that that Kevin Stefanski should know Baker Mayfield's limitations is, I think, a ridiculous notion because Kevin Stefanski should not have to scale back his play calling ability and his his play sheet to fit what Baker Mayfield is right now. He's a number one overall pick. Coming into this, he he has the ability. You're not running out there with Nick Mullins. You're not running out with, with Case Keenum. Tim Boyle, you have Baker Mayfield. You Your playbook is wide open. Well, Run not, not, not only that, you're going out with a four-year quarterback. Four years. Correct. Is Who is familiar, year. Who's familiar in this system. Correct. Now, of course, you want to run the ball. Now, I do think... Uh, Baker Mayfield threw the ball. Let me check. I think it was 36 times. Now I would say that's probably a little much but, given his injury situation. But when you are in a clutch situation, Dustin, as you mentioned, you want the quarter the, or the ball in the quarterback's hands to go win the game, not lose. We have an absolute issue with being clutch. We've seen it last season with the loss to Kansas City in the playoffs, and we've seen it trickle over into the season, week one against Kansas City, uh, the Chargers, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I right. The list goes on. Raiders, right. the list goes on. Well, Ali, it, it, even more than that, you know, even if you dive a little deeper, he, here's the problem. This team, you, you bring up the passing, and I, I'd like to just key on that just for one quick second. When you have to pass the ball that many times, you know why, Allie? Because you're down by two touchdowns. So you have to catch up in the football game, so you're going to pass more. Every team in the National Football League that's down 10, 14, 17 points, what are they doing? They're passing, right? Because they're having to catch up. They know they can't run the ball 30 times because they're never going to get enough time on a clock. They'll, they'll lose the game. So, yes, when you're playing from behind because of, I don't know, interceptions – you have to throw the ball. Like, that, that's just common sense, right? Like, I watch college football. If you're down by 17 points, guess what? The run game kind of goes out the window because you're playing catch-up to try to get back in this football game. And, oh, by the way, we were doing that and getting back in the game in spite of stubbing our own feet time mm -hmm. after time in this football game. And the defense was keeping us in this game every single quarter. Yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad for Miles Garrett, by the way, on his birthday today. Happy birthday, Miles Garrett. Yeah, happy belated to Nick Nicholas Jamal Chubb, of yeah. course. But I'm just like, man, the defense has played great the last six weeks. Despite COVID, people have stepped up and done their job, right? So, yes, come on. You know, one thing I do want to highlight, Dustin, I love how when we came into this season, everybody was – Joe Woods has to go. It's a terrible defense. And I'm not any sort of imagination, but we did say early on in the season, we have to let this gel. We have to, as fans, have some patience. And we are seeing that come together now. But offensively, you're right, Dustin. It's not there. It's not there. This whole season, 
Now we all thought that they could be uh, what we saw in Cincinnati on that on that I forget what the what the score total was, but you know putting up monstrous amount of, of points. That's just not who we are. That's just well, not who we. Allie, are. obviously the play calling is fine because we get the ball and we go we drive right down the field and score a touchdown with a couple minutes in that game in Green Bay. Clearly, we had their defense on their heels. We knew what we were doing. We had defense, a good defense. especially being out so many players. Yes. But you know what, Dustin. It's over. It's done with. We're on to Pittsburgh. Um, I want to let it go. You know, it, it didn't quite ruin my Christmas, of course, because <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting to win that game. Uh, and that I was one that I could spare to I lose. I might have saw you do a shot, though, later on. I did do a shot, of course. I did do a shot. Uh, it was a necessary shot of fireball to kind of get me through that. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, it's done. It's over with. And after all that, after those four interceptions, after the loss, uh, to the Packers, to the Raiders, some big time losses recently. We're still in it, Dustin. We're still in it. I'm going to turn it over to you here in a moment to t- talk us through how exactly we can still make the playoffs. Oh. After I talk about our friends over at Cleveland Ketchup. Hey, guys, they have four amazing fla- flavors. They've got their classic. They've got garlic and dill, which is my all-time favorite. Uh, they have a bacon and bourbon and a ghost pepper that'll knock your socks off. So make sure you check out our friends at Cleveland Ketchup. All right, Dustin, as I mentioned, we're still in it. We're still in the playoff race, um, specifically to win the AFC North. Which Walk is crazy, which is crazy by the way. Yeah. You want me to break you down how we do it, Allie? Break it down. It's okay. you. Well, if it's Vegas, and Vegas usually can keep the lights on, that's how the slot machines run. So <laughs> this weekend, the Rams are playing the Bengals, Okay. Nope. No, I, I have that wrong, don't I? No, it's the, yes. yeah. So, sorry, I, the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Bengals. Correct. Kansas City is favored in this game, and Kansas City has a lot to play for for a number one seed, right? Period. They want to keep that. They want to keep trucking. I think they're incentivized to beat the Bengals. That's the one way that happens. And then, of course, um, what was the other one I just mentioned? Sorry. The, uh, the Rams. Rams. Rams, Ravens. Rams, Ravens, again, Rams also trying to steal that one seat away um, from the Packers who have to play the Vikings this weekend. And that'll be, you know, that'll be a good game because uh, the Vikings have a lot to play for to get a wild card right there. They're they need it. So if that happens, Allie, all the Cleveland Browns have to do is go out and win two football games and they are the AFC North champions. And by the way, that's not far fetched because. Here's what I also looked at, Allie, and I don't know if you've kind of done the math on this. We are probably the most clean football team, COVID ravaged going forward. With having 30-some players out with COVID, we are COVID clear till past the Super Bowl. God forbid we get there, okay? But I'm telling you right now, Allie, that will be an advantage that's being brought up in some in summer avenues because the Browns don't have to test for 90 days, 90, okay? So this entire team can now just go out and play football. And by the way, I'm just, just to put it out there, the ones that have gotten COVID are the important players, right? So we know the important guys that have went out and come back, we're going to be good, right? Like the key players are going to be there, right? So now just do your business. Go do your business and you win it all. And here's what I think is great, Allie. If I'm a football team and I need to be incentivized, if those two things have happened on Sunday and I'm going to Monday night football, knowing I got to just win two games to not only get to the playoffs, but to win a division for the first time in three decades. If you don't have incentive as a football team, I don't know what you have, because that is huge, huge for a city and huge for this football team to turn their season completely around. No, you're exactly right. So that being said, being that our game will be a Monday night football game, um, we should know by kickoff whether or not we're still in it. So the one that has to happen, of course, you have to win out. You have to beat the Bengals. You have to beat the Steelers. Point blank, period. It has to happen. However, the the Kansas City Chiefs must, and I mean must, beat the Bengals. That's the one check mark that has to happen this weekend. That that is that like the death nail. You have to have that game. So if if you know, let's just say they get that, the Chiefs get the win, um, and then uh, the the Rams don't necessarily get the win over sure. the Ravens. Well, I hate to say this, but the following week <laughs> you have to be rooting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so if they're in front of you, you know the Browns. Believe it or not, after all of these crazy, crazy woes that have happened so far this season. 
you're still in it. You still yeah. have a chance. They just have to go out and handle their business. Yeah. Well, and it should, here, here's the thing. I, I look at a couple games right now. We should have two more wins on our on our on our record right now. I mean, literally, like I can look at two games and be like, those should be wins. Like, perfect. Put them in there, and they just let them fall away. Just let them out Dustin, of. The- I could look at four. It's crazy to think yeah, that. But, how- but, but I look at two. Like, definitely two. Or yeah, like this was your game, plain and simple, and you just gave it away. Like, I look at the Chiefs game, Allie. We completely gave that football game away. The Chiefs game. We dominated that football game, and we just had a masterful collapse in the end of that football game. Like, we were doing everything right, and they were doing everything wrong. We just didn't finish that game. It's the so. clutch meter. It's the clutch yeah. meter that we've talked about that I don't know why we don't have it, but we just don't this season. Um, I can name several several games just off the top. Or that- Cleveland's cur- or Cleveland's curse. No, it's- Whatever it is. Call it what you want. Call it what you want. <laughs> But you know what? You've got your curses. You've got your blessings. Let me tell you about one of those. It's Katie Klonowski out of Keller Williams. She's the best in the business. If you're buying or selling a home and you need somebody to walk you through that process, that person for you is Katie Klonowski out of Keller Williams. She's the best real estate agent in Northeast Ohio. Um, Dustin, real quick, before we welcome on the legendary Turkey Jones, I just want to make mention that we do have some positive news. Uh, just in terms of getting some guys back off of COVID. Uh, should be rolling into this Monday night football game relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get Javion Clowney back, Drew Forbes, Ronnie Harrison, Troy Hill, uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Malik McDowell, Jed Wills, Mac Wilson. Uh, however, we do place Elijah Lee on the COVID reserve list um, and restored for practice squad is Nate Metters. Um, also some other names probably to note, you'll probably get JC Treader back by Monday. So you're feeling pretty good yeah. about that, but rolling into this, Dustin, I think you feel pretty good. You get your guys back rolling in pretty darn healthy. Um, still not sure of the status right now on John Johnson and what that's going to look like, but you know, looking at this list, it's definitely trending in the right direction. So Allie, think about what you just said. Think about all those players you just named on that list. And this Cleveland Browns team was beating what most consider the best team in the national football game on Christmas with a game-winning drive to win the football game at their house at Lambeau, which is not an easy place to win. Now think about that. With all those guys off that list, that's my point. When this team is all together, you have no excuses not to win a football game when they're all right. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, Dustin, what do you say? You want to welcome on our wonderful guest, Turkey Jones, to the program. I'm going to go ahead and add him onto the stream here. Joe Turkey Jones, how are we doing, sir? Thanks for joining Great. Thank you, Ali. Excuse my, I'm having some work done on my dentures here. So it's, <laughs> it's good to see. Yeah. It's good hey, to it's see you guys. See you. Thanks for joining. We, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, we're a show by the fans for the fans. So I put out a call to questions. If anybody here that's listening right now has any questions, you know, <laughs> Good friend, Turkey Jones, feel free to leave that in the comments and we'll bring that up. Um, but, you know, just to get into it here, uh, first and foremost, just uh, the devastating news uh, of John Madden passing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to get your perspective mm-hmm. on on how he impacted the game. Coach Madden, uh, uh, I met him a few times and had a conversation uh, with him broadcasting and stuff. Uh, I, 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 um, I admired him even when I played ball uh you know, we know the the geniuses of coaches and stuff. We see it from the sideline and on the offense. Uh, Kenneth Stabler was a snake, and uh, I, I can tell uh, in the game plan that they they, they had a, a brilliant coach. You know what I mean? And uh, he he was different. And uh, uh, yes. Uh, Wow, we I had some good times uh, in Oakland playing against Oakland Raiders. Uh, oh man, you, you're bringing back great memories here. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, um, I uh, I've been j- just doing my research on uh, uh, John, uh, how he got the process that took him through pro ball and coaching and stuff, you know. So. Um, it, it, it was a blow to me. It was a blow to me, especially I, I, I met him many times and had a conversation with him. Um, you want to just soak it all in 
as uh, like I used to do Blank Collier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him or not. <laughs> yes, Blank Collier, um, you know, he, he had a hearing problem and he used to get up close to you in your face, you know, <laughs> Joe, Joe, what are you doing? You know, yeah, but uh, he, he, uh, Madden, man, um, we, we all got to do it someday and uh, bless, his, bless his family and uh, his his legacy is here. So yeah. I respect him very, very much. And I, I'm not going to tell you uh, what he told me after the game against Oakland, okay? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it, pro- it was pro- fun there. Probably not family friendly, right? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, we had uh-huh. we, we had a little bit of a conversation, uh, a good friend of the program, um, yes, sir. fellow Brown, Eric Metcalf, as you know, oh, absolutely. Uh, we've had him on a few times. Great guy. Um, uh-huh. You know, it was very interesting that you mentioned that you actually had to play um, against his dad, Terry, when he played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, and you sir. said he was a hell of a player to go up against, you know, yes. so tell us, you know, you know, there's a son uh, versus, you know, dad kind of thing. What was it like to go up against? I mean, obviously you had to go up against some of these great uh quarterbacks in the league Absolutely. like the Kenny Stablers but what was it yes. like going up against someone like Terry Met you know Terry Metcalf that was uh, a, a force to be reckoned with on that offense well number one what I can remember Justin is uh I know I had to be in great shape to chase this man <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> yeah you know defensive lineman offensive lineman we we we'll run by five yards and <laughs> Hey, we got to get some water or some oxygen. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he he was very gifted. Um, oh wow! And I I don't know if uh, his stats to where he could be in the Hall of Fame. You know, what I mean that uh, he he was that impressive to me. Okay. And uh, yes, yeah, yeah. He run all day, and uh, wow, it, it was tough chasing him. <laughs> it was tough chasing him. With that said, mm-hmm. uh, Turkey, who do you think was your toughest guy to tackle? Like literally get a hold of and try to bring down in all the years that you played. Who was the toughest guy to bring down? Greg Pruitt. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> uh, my first, uh, I think we played uh, Buffalo Bills, I think it was back in the day. Um, O.J. Simpson. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We we was coming out the tunnel together, and uh, uh, he just approached me. You know what I mean? And uh, say, what's what's going on, big fella? You know? <laughs> and I I didn't know what uh, superstar I was talking to. You know what I mean? Until we got on the sure. field. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And Gail Sales. I would say Gail Sales. Hmm. Gail Sales. Yeah. Cause uh, he, I used to hear like the the locomotive when he running, it, it sounded like a train to me. I could hear it breathing. Oh <gasps> wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh when you're out there on the field, Ali, uh, you in the action and 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 uh, you got to have your game plan together because uh, they will. Uh, they will uh, take advantage of it. And also, um, that way you learn the superstar like Walter Payton, uh, beautiful guy. Uh, I played against him one a couple years, I think it was. Walter Payton and uh, uh, um, Gail Sayers, I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, would be my two picks. Yeah. If that makes any sense to you. I can see those being very tough people to try to bring down. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and. Let me say this to you. I'm sorry. I'm just talking. I'm happy and holidays. You're good. No, Let's go on, please. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Fran Tarkenton. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm taking you guys back before Ali was born, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but um, actually, before I had you on, I told my dad, I called my granddad and said, hey, guess who I'm having on the show? Turkey right. Jones. And like, you got to ask him about this player, this player, this player. <laughs> of course, I know yeah. who you're talking about, but I didn't have the pleasure of watching. Well, Fran yes. Tarkenton was, I heard, a tough, tough Turk. I mean, speaking of somebody that just would run all over the field, I heard Fran was quite the, the guy yes. to bring along. He, he would do that on purpose, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I played against Johnny Unitas my first okay. couple of years in the league in Baltimore. And <clears throat> Joe Namath. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hit, I hit the, well, the Browns the first Monday night game back then. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah, 19, 1970, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, we the first uh, did the Monday night thing. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, wow. Wow, this is some beautiful, beautiful times back then. And and Joe Namath, I would hit him with everything I have. Okay, Ali? He would get up with the big blue eyes, you know, help me up, number one. He helped me, helped me up. <laughs> he, he, he said, hey, big guy. Nice job, you know. I'm saying, you know, I just hit this man with everything I got, and he's going to be that cool. I want to be like Joe Namath, <laughs> especially the fur coats, right? Yeah. Well, they don't call him Broadway Joe for nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, funny. yeah. But uh, Johnny Unitas, uh, uh, I had a chance to come at the tail end of that era, coming mm-hmm. in the 1970 and stuff, and uh, right. Uh, Johnny Yu was, was wow, you learn a lot uh, in defensive end, you know, uh, about uh, quarterbacks, especially the, the what well, there was a coach on the field, Johnny Niners, um, uh, the Dolphin, what, what, what was the Miami Dolphin uh, uh, quarterback? Greasy? Uh, yes, yes, Greasy? yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. And uh, there was like a coach on the field, you know what I mean? If that's making sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, John United and Bradshaw, he, he, he hadn't told y'all this story. <laughs> you know, rushing him, you know, doing the play and all that stuff. He threw the ball right into my helmet. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like six, seven, right? You know, and this they, they wanted me they wanted me to stay down on the ground right he and john united would would throw it in my gut you know what i mean hit the gut <laughs> <laughs> that's some stories man uh so, he's, so they're trying to take you out if they can't if they can't if they can't take you out you know they just try to throw the ball at you that's interesting well yeah they, they they're taking you out of your 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 element you know what i mean sure. You're gonna think about that ball because that ball was hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see some of these guys at the line of scrimmage nowadays. They bat the ball down with their hands, of course, trying to make a play. Yeah, but right. Jones making a play with his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bradshaw and John United, they would throw it right at your head, you know, uh, or your chest or something, or your stomach. Yeah. So. Uh, oh my goodness. Well, I gotta uh, tell you, if I yes, was a quarterback, if I was standing across from me and you're six seven. I would be a little intimidated as well. I got I'm thick one and I still uh, would be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Al. I know you had a couple questions. Alex. Yeah, no, I one thing I like to ask whenever we get uh, a past player on the program, you know, I really like to highlight just some of the differences in the way that the game was played when you played versus what you see now. If you could just kind of give us your perspective on really how you've seen the game change or if there's any glaring similarities or anything like that, just kind of paint the picture on, on what was different playing versus watching. Well, playing, of course, you're in the action, right? <laughs> and... Um... It's a totally different animal out there on the field between those lines, all right? Yeah. And um, uh, it, it feels great. Uh, you at the pinnacle of your of your career, you know, a young young man just out of college and and uh, they weren't paying no money back then, no way. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not like to do today. But anyway, you, you uh, didn't have six endorsement deals, Turkey, and like like all canucks. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's uh, <clears throat> watching it. Uh, I don't like to watch it. I like to be in the mix of it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's okay. that's how we raise this stuff. Come out of college and everything. You know. Sure, so sure. Yeah. So you go ahead. So I'm sorry. No, so you kind of like to kind of like almost replay the game and watch the X's and O's of it, almost like film, like, yeah. like a player would, right? Almost a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Today, yes. Uh, um, th- this is me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I watched my sons play football in college, okay? And I hated to go to the ball game because uh, I have binoculars and I would uh, – critique the performance that day and and we go back to the hotel and and discuss it you know what i mean so but but people you know they recognize you or you know they're going to find out who you are sure uh i like to concentrate on it on their techniques okay oh, yeah yeah if that making any sense as a father oh, you know what i mean yeah. yeah and uh um it's uh it, it, it's, it's beautiful to uh, to uh, see how the game has changed. Uh, Ali, I I probably uh, would um, wouldn't be in the league, or I wouldn't have enough money to feed my family. <laughs> yes, the rule. Matter of fact, I, what I found out was when I when the the uh, the hit. On Bradshaw was uh, that that was totally new to me, mm-hmm. and uh, of course Rosea took my whole paycheck. Okay, and and my wife said, "Well, uh, how are we gonna eat this month?" <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta sign some autographs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I found out that the rules and stuff uh, was because of my action with Bradshaw. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, you change. You, yeah, you change the the rules of the game. I mean, a little bit. You're, you're right. Like, I mean, going <laughs> forward. I mean, I mean, you think about all the stuff that's coming out with concussions today, right? And all yes. that and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, yes. where we are. I mean, even when we talk to folks like even Eric Metcalf and those guys, you know, oh, okay. that are, uh, you know, Felix Wright, guys like that yeah. that even played in the '80s. You yes, know, sir. Uh, you know, Ernest, all Ernest Biner, those guys. We, we talk yes. to them, and they're like. Yeah, you, you, when you took a hit back then, you took a hit. There was no blue tint, that you no. went through, right? So, um, yes, yeah, yeah. Here's some salt. You good? Okay, get back in there. So, um, Bernie Bernie Gozar makes a, a oh. fabulous story about that. Yeah, yes, I, I talked to Bernie uh, a couple of times also. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I probably uh, you know the world. The world evolved, and I think it's it's uh, kind of great to put some kind of uh, substance or control into uh, uh, the football uh, penalties and just the mm-hmm. whole uh, mechanism of protecting us. You know, what I mean, protecting the guy as much sure. as possible. Well, to to your point. It's your livelihood, right? And you don't get to play for a lot of years, and right. you've got to protect the years that you play, right? I mean, that's yes, sir. Cool. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, nowadays, uh, uh, you know, they got so much uh, uh, technology and everything. You know, with the uh, with the how guys, uh, matter of fact, they have chefs now. You know, to right. monitor their uh, uh, eating habits, you know, cook for them and all that stuff. So uh, it's it's a totally different animal, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm 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 very happy for the guys that uh, is playing ball now. Yeah, very happy. So, quick question, uh, yes, Alan, I'll let you ask another one real quick. Um, so today's Miles Garrett's birthday. Another defensive uh, end that plays for the Cleveland Browns. Have uh, you had Have you had an opportunity <laughs> to? Uh, <laughs> have you had yeah. an opportunity to? Uh, visit with miles garrett or uh have conversations with him uh i've been trying to uh get up to cleveland for about a year now uh the wifey uh 
she's very cautious about me getting on the airplane and so forth and so on. Sure. Okay. I understand. Yeah, yeah. So uh but uh, no I haven't met him, but I, I got that that's my number one um uh goal is to uh talk to him about that particular play he did, you know. Ah. Just, just, just to hear him, you know what I mean? And, oh, uh, that, that, I, now that I sit here and think about that, Ali, that's very relevant. Yeah, like that's, it's interesting, yeah. yeah. You know, and I want to ask you too, you know, when you watch, when you watch the games today with Miles Garrett, Jadavion Clowney, and these guys yeah. just absolutely wrecking the line of scrimmage, you know, when, when you, what do you think when you watch them? Are you kind of critiquing their play? Are you stunned with, you know, just their athleticism? Like what's going through your mind when you're watching today's, today's defensive talent? Well, I'm gonna say all of that. What you just mentioned is is on board there. That's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of hard for me to, um, I guess, put myself in in today's uh, with these young boys and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, yes, I I do watch their techniques and and everything uh, because I I'm, I'm gonna say this. I had a, a hell of a coach named Dick Mojuleski, and he taught me uh, a lot about techniques and everything, okay? And um, uh, yes, I, I, I do watch that. That The defensive end, clowning, and the linebackers, you know, mm-hmm. I because the linebackers got to cover, mm-hmm. you know, your butt because um, <laughs> yeah 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 I like that. yeah 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 i uh i uh i used to tell charlie hall uh uh to cover me because i'm a gamble now see you know what i mean you know at the football field you have the football field is broken up in, into sections all right your responsibility and everything so i get happy out there rushing a the passer <laughs> And you have you have to carry out your assignment, and then you go help. But Turkey was kind of creative a little bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of creative a little bit. And uh, I would take an inside move where I should have stayed outside. <laughs> as long as you as long as you take the gamble and make the play, you're okay. As, and if you don't, you get yelled at. Yeah. Hey, but. <laughs> Monday morning, you know, going back to the team <laughs> facility, you know, Joe, what was your thinking here, man? You know, what was you <laughs> yes, yes. I want to show this. As I mentioned, this is a show by the fans for the fans. This is one of our listeners, Eric. Um, he says, that sack on Bradshaw, that's what the rivalry is all about. How did you feel last year when we finally beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs? Oh, man, check this out. <laughs> that put a chill I've been trying to to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers for eleven years up to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why because see, I grew up uh, Joe Green, Ernie Holmes, uh, Dwight White, uh, Mayor Blunt. We all grew up in the area of Texas. We were right. close together in Texas, so I was familiar with those guys. You know what I mean? So um, I wanted to pattern myself after them, especially Pittsburgh, because they were the same division. And when Cleveland and and Pittsburgh game for that week, man, the town, we, we get fired up. We get fired up. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we played it. You got to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals and the Houston Oilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, but uh, th- those uh, some those great were some good those were some good Oilers teams back then. Very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Uh, 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 wow, man, it's uh, it's it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Go ahead, Dustin. No, I was just gonna say. Uh, Turkey, you know, we the reason we brought you on, we thought it'd be so fitting that it's Steelers week. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, just like you said, the city's like, come on, let's go get the, let's go. Oh, beat yeah. On. And by the way, it's Monday night football. How ironic, right? We're going to be on Monday <laughs> night, this Monday night, right? So maybe you're going to bring in some good luck, Turkey. Um, 
but it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on. Okay. Uh, you know, you are a legend in Cleveland. Uh, you will always be, and uh, we appreciate you. And Allie, do you want to have any finishing comments? Yeah, I'll get okay. you out of here on this one. Of course, we want to extend our gratitude for taking the time to jump on. It's it's always great to just gain some perspective from the greats. But, you know, as we go into this game, this is kind of a do-or-die situation for the current for the current team, the Cleveland Browns going into this. They still somewhat control their own destiny you know, what What needs to happen in these final two games? If, if you're Coach Stefanski, you know, how, what's your what's your scheme? What are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, take care of Baker Mayfield this whole week. <laughs> Make sure he's healthy. <laughs> Make sure he's healthy. Get a good plan. Get a good game plan for that boy. You know what I mean? He, he, he got the horses there. He got the horses. <laughs> Okay, You're Mayfield, right. relax and do your thing, man. Baker, I, I want, you hear I, that? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got words I, of wisdom. I, I, I don't want to break another TV, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, oh, that's great. Hey, hey, hey if, there's uh, any fans, if there's any fans out there who would like to get uh, Turkey Jones a nice 70-inch flat screen, Send that down no, to Jacksonville, okay. Florida. Drop your comments. If you own a if you own an appliance store, Turkey Jones is like a television. Hey man, I, hey Ali, I want to tell you, uh, thank you. Uh, you're very sharp, lady. Okay, I, thank I you like so much. it. I, I like that the ladies, the females, are getting into the sports, and they got much knowledge than I have. You know what I mean? They give a good balance on that. So. Hang in there. Hang I in appreciate there. it. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you for joining. Yes, yes. Absolutely. You're the best, man. Thank you for joining. Take care. Take care. Dustin, I'll see you later. Okay. Go Browns. Go yeah. Browns. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Always go Browns. I'm, that I'm is gonna have, I'm going to have my wife to, to put on the uh, with the kebabs and stuff for the game, okay? Oh, I like that. that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Take care, guys. <laughs> Thank right. you Have so much. Night. Take care. That is Brown's legend, Turkey wow. Jones. What? I mean, what an awesome, awesome guy. Dustin, real quick, uh, I'm going to roll this. If you can tell our friends about Rough Around the Etches, I got to go grab my uh, computer charger because I don't want to die here on this yeah, podcast. So I'm going to step out for one moment, but if you okay, can tell our good. friends about Rough Around yeah. the Etches. Yeah, so guys, Rough Around the Etches, it's a uh, company in local Northeast Ohio. They make any kind of etched glasses or anything you want. You can have Cleveland, Guardians, Indians, if you don't want to have Guardians on there. They'll make anything Cleveland-themed uh, for your – or even – doesn't even have to be Ohio-themed or whatever. She'll custom make anything for you over there uh, that's rough around the etches. Um, also, we're giving away – uh, something from Rough Around the Etches. If you look on all the 12 days of giving that we've been giving away, uh, go through that one more time. We will announce all those winners next week. You'll all be individually uh, notified of that. Um, so make sure you do go out there and look at those pages um, and do that. And uh, guys, what a what an honor to have Turkey Jones. Allie, you know, he kind of gave me chills a little bit when he was like, oh, yeah. Like we we sat here as fans that never watched those guys, Allie. Oh yeah, I went up against Johnny Unitas. Oh, I went up against Joe Namath. Oh yeah, I'm like, you're going up against some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to play in the National Football League. Yeah. And and you know what? I, I'm not gonna lie, Allie. If there's a six seven pound man across from me, about ready to rip my head off, I might throw a football at him too. I'm not gonna lie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was awesome. Um, just, you know, that's one thing I love. First off, we're, we're very appreciative to um, all of the past players that we've been able to get on the show and even current players just to get their perspective uh, because they just bring so much wisdom and, and so much knowledge from how the game was played then to what they're seeing now right. and the similarities and differences. Um, but you're right, Dustin. And, you know, he, he really paved the way uh, really for player safety, uh, concussion protocol mm -hmm. and things like that really paved the way. And, you know, just so glad to be able to get him on, especially going into such a big game going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football. Well, well think about it, Ali. Those guys, I mean, he brought up something that I didn't even think about. The commissioner took his whole paycheck away. Yeah. I mean, think about that. They, those yeah. guys didn't make a lot of money back then. And right. the wife basically saying, okay, how are we going to live? 
I mean, you're going to go stay play. You're still going to go play football, but for free. I mean, think about that, Allie. I mean, that's that's kind of interesting. Like, and he probably thought, wow, you know, we maybe need to change the game because to his point, I didn't know I was doing something so egregious. I thought I was just tackling the guy. Right. And then he changes the game moving forward because of the cushions and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. you're right. I mean, um, in some ways he might have brought some of that to start of the forefront of where we are today. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. All right, let's kick it over to the Pittsburgh Steelers before we do. So if you're, craving some pizza tonight or any time this week head on over to lakewood over at angelo's pizza for the best pizza in northeast ohio and in my opinion the best pizza in all the land so make sure you check out their pizza shop over in lakewood angelo's pizza all right dustin let's get into it here and just just so i uh, am aware are you okay to maybe run a little bit over i'm fine yeah okay cool all right let's get into it the steelers they're a much much different team than who we faced a few weeks ago uh they're coming into this game seven six and one on the season However, they do come into this game having lost four of their last six. Now, this is an interesting thing, Dustin. In their four losses, they gave up 41, 41, 36, and 36 points. Okay? However, when they won, they held the points to 19 and 13. So my automatic first key to a victory in this game is you have to score points. This Mm -hmm. defense is not who they were at the start of this season. Um, defensively, they're 22nd in points, 26 in yards. Get this. They have the absolute worst run defense in the National Football League. They are ranked 32 in run defense. And we have well, the best backfield in the NFL. So yeah. coming to this, keys to victory, score points, run the ball. Two things right there. You have it. Well, Allie, think about this. You got you got Kareem Hunt back this week. I mean, now you have a one-two punch that you haven't had consistently most of the season. And, you know, and here's the other thing. I'm just going to get into this really quick. Yes, run the ball, but please, can we do this with Baker Mayfield a little bit? Let's run him out from behind center. He seems to be so much better when he is is coming out from behind center and he has a clear path on the field. I'm 6'1". He's six foot. We're, we're tall, but we're not quarterback tall, right? Like, like give him a path. He, it seems when he, when he rolls out, Allie, he does really well, and he feels very confident when he rolls out. I think we need to have a key to victory on this is, is having Baker Mayfield roll out more. I, I That's just my gut, but I'll, I'll let you kind of th- – what do you think of that? Well, first and foremost, I want to correct myself. It's, I said 7-6-1. and one. It was a typo here in my notes. It's 7-7-1 and one is their current yeah, record. My apologies. Right, yeah. um, uh, but Baker Mayfield, I, you know what? I think you're right just kind of going off of this year. Now, I don't have his stats pulled up in front of me just in terms of, of how he's graded out uh, under center uh, boot, you know, in shotgun. Right. I don't have those stats in front of me to really have a concrete claim here. Uh, but I will say one thing that I have seen over the course of the past few weeks uh, when he's been playing is just poor fundamental football. You know, you see, you see that sale over Jarvis Landry's head for the interception. Yeah. The second one, if you take a look back at his feet, go get the all 22. It's available to everybody. Um, his feet are he rolled his ankle, basically throwing the football. So it really comes down to just playing fundamentally sound football. Um, but if you take a look at who they are defensively, they're they're uh, 22nd in points, 26 in yards. They have the worst run defense in the National Football League. So you can score points on this team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You can score points on this team, and you have to kind of keep that momentum rolling yeah. into this game that you've, that you've picked up uh, really from Green Bay. Even though you, you suffered a loss, there was still a lot of positives that went on in that game despite the circumstance. Now, offensively, they're 22nd in offense in both points per game and yards per game, and they're 29th on the ground. Um, now, if you look at who they are, they they still have a lot of high, high-powered high stars. Um, obviously, we know T.J. Watt, 17 and a half sacks on the season, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson uh, with uh, 1079 on the season, Najee Harris, 984, six touchdowns, 3.6 yards a carry. Uh, and then obviously Ben Roethlisberger on the season, uh, 3,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. Now, while those stats probably look pretty good on paper, if you go back, watch film, watch his games, he throws uh, short of the sticks most of the time, especially on third downs. Now, yeah. if we take a look at uh, – let me pull up their stats here. Um, their third and fourth down efficiency so far in the season isn't great. On third down – uh, they're 82 for 204, which is uh, 40% basically, and then fourth down efficiency, eight for 18, 44%. So they're not, they're not, they're a very limited team. But when right. you 
you're looking at it, so are the Cleveland Browns right now. Uh, yeah. But I would say that they're not a downfield passing team right now. Now, Big Ben can still make those plays. He yeah. can still told you. But they I are limited. Think- They're throwing short most of the time. Yeah. Here, here's my take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They remind me a lot of the Pittsburgh Steelers of last year in, in some ways. Yeah. Like, they, they, you know, they got some wins, and then they kind of just kind of unraveled a little bit. That's just my gut, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But here's the truth. I do not think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a very good football team right now. Like, I think they're kind of going through the motions. They know, for the most part, Big Ben's not coming back. And and unfortunately, us that watch National Football League, teams that feel like they're kind of out of it, kind of play like they're out of it, right? So I kind of feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers are kind of going through the motions. Allie, the, the Kansas City Chiefs rolled them this last week without Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they rolled them and I think shut them out for the first time in 50 years, 40 or 50 years in the first half. It's the first time the, the Steelers have been shut out in a game like that in a first half. And, and, you know, and I'm just like, really? Like, like that's crazy to me. I mean, they have pride. I mean, they're the Pittsburgh Steelers still, right? They have pride. I just think they're a shell of themselves right now. Well, I agree with that. Now, I mean, so are the Browns, right? You can say that that same thing right now. They're just not playing great football. They're very mm-hmm. limited. But here's the thing. This is more than likely Big Ben's last game in Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football. So yeah. sure, maybe they're a shell of themselves coming into this game. They're not the, the Pittsburgh Steelers that have really torched us for my entire lifetime. But that that stadium is going to be absolutely electric um, on Monday Night Football. As you can see, my cat's bothering me here in the background. So that's, that's Tiki right there. Uh, but, you know, Dustin, I think it's going to be a very, very difficult environment. Very... Yeah. A hostile environment so the browns have to come ready because whether or not they're playing good football or not this is more likely than not big ben's last game in pittsburgh is going to be a big time game well you know what what a fitting way so it'd be a fitting thing for the cleveland browns to beat big ben in pittsburgh and here's the one reason they shouldn't be incentivized to do it up till recently big ben was the winningest quarterback at First Energy Field. <laughs> right. So guess what? Why don't we – and by the way, it's payback. Allie, we were at that game. It was atrocious, 15 to 10. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Like, it, it, you know, it's like redemption time. Come on. And here's the thing, Allie. If all the things we talked about, even if just one of those two things happened on Sunday where just the Chiefs beat the Bengals and, right. of course, the other – I don't care. If that alone happens – you damn well better win that game. Because, by the way, Vegas even has the Browns favored in that game, even though we're traveling there, okay? So that tells you something. Because guess what Cleveland know, or guess what Vegas knows? The Browns just got back all of their entire staff of players, and they're healthy. They're right. a better football team. <laughs> they're just better. Like, they should go beat them, right? Like, fundamentally, they're better at every position almost, except for a handful, right? Like, go beat them. The, the, you know, head to head, you should beat them eight out of 10 times because yep. you're that good. Go handle your business. It just comes down to that. Browns go handle your business. Um, also make sure you check out our friends at five star meets. It is so good. Um, I, they've sent some stuff to my house. My family has been able to enjoy it. Some really high quality meat. Cause there ain't no wiener like a five star wiener as they say. And on that same note, make sure you check out our friends at Orlando Baking Company as well. Uh, If you're lucky enough to have made it to your fantasy football championship games, of course, you've been following the the wisdom of Enzo Orlando out of Orlando Baking Company. He's the official Here We Go Brownies fantasy guy. Um, So make sure you give him a follow as well to be up to date on all things fantasy related as it relates to the Cleveland Browns. Dustin, give me a bold prediction going into this game. Here's my bold prediction. I do need to ask one question though. How many sacks does Miles Garrett have right now? Do you know for? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Let me look. Is it like fifteen and a half or sixteen? Yeah. Okay. Here's my thought process. Here's my bold prediction. In this game, Miles Garrett will surpass want to get ahead of him and be the all-time sack leader. Maybe two or three sacks, but I'll go two to get him to seventeen and a half. Does that get him to seventeen and a half? Am I doing my math right? Uh, what does Miles Garrett have for sacks? I think it's fifteen and a half. My, my, sorry, my Wi-Fi and my computer's very slow, so bear bear with me. I do believe it's fifteen. 
I think it's like 15 and a half. It's weird. Yeah. So yeah. I think with two sacks, because Big Ben, 15. by the way, what's that? 15. 15. Okay. So he's going to match, at least match his total so he can be tied um, in this game. So I say two sacks is one bold prediction I'm going to make in this game for Miles Garrett. Okay. I like it. Um, I actually am going to turn it over to the offensive side of the ball. You know, that's kind of been the weakness. I think Baker Mayfield steps up and plays a big game. I, I don't think he turns the ball over. Uh, knock on wood, you know, God willing, that doesn't happen again. Uh, but I think he throws, uh, you know, I, I think he's got a big time game. I think he throws at least three touchdowns. Ooh. I think this is a big game, a big game. Now, and I, the reason I'm saying that, Dustin, is they are the worst run stopping defense in the league. So, my mentality, they know that. They know that about themselves. So they're going to stack the box. They're going to sure. do, you know, everything they can, hopefully, well, not hopefully, but for them to be able to stop Nick Chubb. They're going to force That's Baker right. to throw the football. Right. Exactly, and I think he will do just that step up and be able to make that. So uh, I'm going to roll up, roll out with that. Baker Mayfield has a big-time game, three touchdowns on the day. Dustin – Yes, say, that not only is bold. That's kind of a hot take. That's a slash hot take. It's, spicy. There. it's a little spicy there, isn't it? It's a little spicy. Right, give, me a, give me a score prediction, if you will. All right. I just here's the thing. I have not seen a Browns offensive party in a while. So I'm gonna go big here. I'm gonna go big. I'm gonna go Browns 34, Pittsburgh 20. The Browns put they get into the 30s. I'm gonna go 34-20. The Browns have a statement game and win by two touchdowns. Now, I am gonna say something, and I, I hate to say this, but if the things have not happened on Saturday that we need to have or excuse me, on Sunday, yeah, I know how players are go through the motions, not a lot to play for. Right. My my prediction may go right out the window if that's the case, right? So I'm just saying, um, but 34-20, if everything is aligning right, the Browns go out and make a statement game on Monday Night Football. Absolutely. Uh, I'm actually going to go 27-17 Browns. Okay. Again, I, th I still think that they can score some points, uh, but I think I think the Browns can do it. I, I think that they are also going to score some points because, I, as I mentioned, if you take a look at it, what they've given up, um, basically if you can score more than 20 points, you'll beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. They yeah. can't keep up. That's what we've seen. They, they, they don't play well from behind at all. That's And that was so evident in that Kansas City Chiefs game. I knew that game was over at halftime. Yeah. They, they were not going to come back from that. No, you're absolutely right. All right, before we get into our last segment here, we just want to tell you, excuse me, that's the wrong one, about Only in Cleve. As you can see, that hat on Dustin's head. For all of your custom Cleveland apparel, head on over to Only in Cleve. Uh, they can do Guardians. They can do Buckeyes. They can do Cavs. They can do anything you want right there on the spot. You pick out a shirt. You pick out a design. Brian can do it right then and there. Like so make that. sure you check out Only in Cleve. All right, Dustin, uh, I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I beat you again last week in uh, our score predictions or a game. So I'm, I'm, I'm like one, one and four or five. So now. You are. Um, I am four, one and one and you're one, four and one. But one, four and one. So here's the truth, guys. At least I'm more competitive the last couple of weeks and I've won one. At least at least I'm making somewhat of a comeback. But at this point, are we going to, by the way, Allie, are we going to take this into the playoffs, or, or how far are we going? Taking it into the, oh, we're, we're going until until we're going until, until. The, all the way to the Super Bowl, all the way. Okay, well now I feel like I got I got some. I, I didn't know if we were going to the end of the season, so now I kind of feel like okay, now I can maybe maybe have a comeback, right? Like maybe I can pull a Cavaliers three one comeback and come back and take the lead. Maybe you never know. Well, you never know. All right, Dustin, let's get into it. Giants at Bears. Who you got? Oh wow, this is a weird one. Um, you know what? I'm going to go Bears, and here's why I'm going to go Bears. I'm throwing this out there. The Bears are frisky. The Bears are frisky. And I saw what they did up at Seattle, which is not a tough place, easy place to win, and they went yeah. up there and beat the, the Seahawks. I'm going to go Bears. I think the Bears are frisky, and they're just playing for pride right now. I'm going to go Bears. I'm right there with you. I don't like the Giants right now. They've sat Daniel Jones for the remainder of the season. Rolling out there with Jake Fromm, who got benched. Uh, I don't like the situation in New York right now. Give me the Bears. Jags at Patriots. Well, Patriots. Okay. Way, that's a must-win must game for the Patriots at this point. So Yeah, and it's at home. Uh, Rams at Ravens. So Rams. <laughs> Rams. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, give it to me. Give it to me, Rams. Um, okay, let's see who else we got here. 
Bucks at Jets. <laughs> well, Bucks have already clinched, but I think they want to help their seeding. I'm going to yeah. go Bucks. Even though the Bucks are playing weird right now, I'm going to go Bucks. Yeah, me too. Uh, Falcons at Bills. Oh, Bills. Um, that was a statement win against the Patriots. I'm going to go Bills. Mm-hmm. They've kind of found Same. themselves now. All right, we got the big one. Chiefs at Bengals. Got to go Chiefs. Got to go Chiefs. Um, I'm just picking these, obviously, based off of the needs of the Browns rather than an actual prediction. <laughs> well, Alex, on that one. In, full, in full disclosure, the Rams and the and the Chiefs are both favored in those games. So we're not going against the odds at all. I'm not, I'm not pulling something out of thin air here. Uh, Dolphins at Titans. Titans playing some good football. I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Dolphins. Dolphins. You're going Dolphins? Okay. I'm going Dolphins. The Dolphins are playing playing some good football right well, now. They're playing for their playoff lives as well. Yeah, they're in it. They're in it right there. They've won, I think, seven of their last seven or no, something like that. Like they're playing. Really they are the only team in NFL history to lose their first seven games yeah. and win their next seven games. They're the first team in history. That's crazy to me. So yeah. All right, Raiders at Colts. Does this this game has no significance on the Browns? Does it for wild card? I don't think. It really. does at all. Uh, here's the thing. I look. I did. I do the little playoff calculator thing. If the Browns do win the division, it looks like we're hosting the Colts, and I don't like that idea at all. The Colts are red hot right now, but I think the Colts will win this game. See, I'm actually going Raiders. Um, you know, Carson Wentz is out. You're rolling out with Sam Ellinger, who I think is capable. Uh, but the Raiders are playing pretty decently right now. Um, I'm going to go Raiders on that one. Yeah. Eagles at Washington football team. You know, I'm going to go – by the way, Allie, did you see uh, the little clip about the two former Alabama linemen yeah. guys touching him in the face? And yeah, almost- yeah, Deron Payne and uh, Jonathan Allen going at it. Yeah, we were talking about that at work, Allie. And just sidebar, if someone come up and poked you in the face, I think you might want to, like, a little bit too. So I just like, I don't know what they were doing on the sideline there, but someone. You know, I wouldn't get into a fight, but that's just. But I'm saying, if someone poked you, you'd be like, "What's up?" I, hey, and you, did you see the the quote that came out of it? He said, "What you don't have brothers, like you don't fight." So I don't look. It's not a good look, obviously. But I'm just glad it's not on the Cleveland Browns. Who are you going right. with? Um, so I'm gonna go Philly on this one. Yeah, me too. Um, who we have up next? Broncos at Chargers. Chargers are playing for seeds, all that kind of stuff. I'm gonna go Chargers. I'm going Chargers too. I think they're significantly better. Uh, it's at home, even yeah. though they don't have a fairly tepid fan base. But Texans <laughs> at 49ers. You know, I'm going to go 49ers on this. Uh, 49ers are still fighting. so. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're still kind of in the mix here. Lions at Seahawks. Gross. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of Seahawks fans in my land, Allie. Um Is it is that is that the last home game for Seattle? Probably, I believe so. Man, that could be that could be Russell Wilson's last game. Um, let's go. I'm gonna go Seahawks. Because I'm going Seahawks. I, I do. I agree. Cardinals at Cowboys. Okay, there are a lot of former Boise State guys on that Bronco defense. I don't know if you saw uh, Demarco run down the sidelines after catching the ball on his head. What a great play in that football game. Um, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Cowboys are red hot right now. Yeah, they are, but I'm gonna go Cardinals. I think they maybe turn it around a little bit. A little bit? Uh, lost it's great. <laughs> I know they need to turn it around. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> when they win this game. Panthers at Saints. Oh my goodness. You now I'm picking a COVID game or who's back and who's not. Uh you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Saints on this. I'm gonna go Saints. All right, I'm gonna go Panthers rolling out with Sam Darnold. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Panthers. Vikings at Packers. Here's the thing. As much as I think the Vikings can put a fight up, the MVP of the National Football League is Aaron Rodgers, and Green Bay is not going to <laughs> going to blink. I think the Green Bay Packers win this football game. I don't even think it's going to be close. And then, well, of course, I, I don't know about that. I think it'll be a fight. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't necessarily mean it's not going to be close, but like I, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers isn't going to let. No, no. At home, it's it, it's a divisional game. No, he's not losing yeah, that game. Absolutely correct. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's all we got.
And of course, we're picking the Monday night game. <laughs> well, yeah, but we, we never pick Browns. I know, I know. I'm just we, don't, we don't do that I'm, into our mix. I know. I know. All right, Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? Well, Allie, are you doing anything fun for New Year's? Uh, you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, you know, we're just a couple of days away from New Year's Eve. What do you got going on? You know what? All right, my New Year's resolution for 2022 is to not let the Cleveland Browns alter my mood for the following week after a game. Allie, you know New Year's resolutions are supposed to last more than a week. No, I mean like for, for <laughs> reason. I'm not gonna. All right, here's my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna let. I'm gonna try not to let sports alter my mood. Oh. All that much. But you're a Browns fan. That's important. I know. I, that's the problem, Dustin. I'm going insane. Howie, that's like you telling me I'm gonna like you know, you know, for Lent not eat something you love and eat every day. Like you're you're setting yourself up. Well, for that's failure. the point of Lent. Right, but I, I think you're setting yourself up for failure because. I don't want you to let the Browns let you down again. <laughs> oh, they will. Oh, they certainly will. And okay, they will. Allie, you know what, Allie, Allie, the whole I point is I'm going to do my best not to let that happen. Okay, Allie, I commend you for that. I, com- I, 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 I think that's a novel idea, but I know how passionate you are. You run out in the middle of a street in a playoff game. I've so, done that. Yeah, so I, as your emotions go with the game, win or lose or draw. So – as long as you can set that on the shelf after the game and not let it affect you the next day, I think you've, you fit your re- new year's resolution, That's but fair. you're right. I mean, you saw my mood after I left the Steelers game, I just wanted to go crawl in a hole, you know, cause it I was like, this is, I'm so pissed. Right. But um, that's a good resolution though. I'm gonna it'll, do my be best. It, it'll be interesting to see if you, do you have a, do you have a backup one? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, that's it. That's it for me. That's it for me. Uh, what's what's my New Year's resolution? Yeah, what do you got? What do you got going uh, on? My new my New Year's resolution is I'm going to be very healthy in the new year. I know this is oh. this is very cliche. People say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to make lots of money. I'm going to be successful." Mine is to get my health in the best it's ever been in my entire life, and I have a plan because you have to have a plan to do no, it. You Al, you're very well aware. Four weeks ago, I was going to start this a couple weeks ago, but somebody fell down the damn stairs and broke his toe. So that really de- derailed. If you're wondering who that is, it's Dustin. But yeah. go on. Um, and I wasn't drinking milk when I fell down the stairs. But um, yeah, I'm, mine is to get in my best physical, mental health in 2022, and I and I have a plan of how to do it, and I think I can get there. So, hey, I can co-sign that. I like that. That's a good one. Of course, I'd like to. I'm going to join your bandwagon. I'll do the same. Um, all right, guys, we're going to wrap up. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, a a, uh, a huge amount of gratitude out to our good friend Joe Turkey Jones for joining the program. What a guy he is. Share his knowledge, his wisdom, and just his per perspective on the game. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll be back on Monday before the game for a preview show on Monday Night Football. So stay tuned, stick around, stay safe, stay healthy. And as always, Browns fans, go Browns. Go Browns.